0: Hello, woman beings, and welcome to another episode of the Woman Being Podcast. We are so excited to be here with you today. We are going to be talking about Miss Kelly Warner and how she got married at the ripe age of 18. It's going to be amazing. We're going to dig in, ask all the great questions, all the burning questions we know you have. So without further ado, let's dive right in. Welcome to the Woman Being Podcast community. Where we explore
1: thoughts and opinions. And
2: have the freedom to change our minds.
1: Without expectation or judgment. We will hold a safe space and support each other.
2: As we navigate together in the form of feminine.
0: So, Kelly, you got married at 18. I did. Engaged at 17. I did. (laughs) Tell us your story. Like, what happened? Like, how...
2: How did this How happen? Did
0: this happen? <laughs> like it's yes, tell yeah,
1: us. no, it's strange. Yeah, I w- it, three weeks after I graduated high school, I got married um, at the end of June. So we had met when I was sixteen, and um, Ross got my number from one of my friends, who was nosy, but who I'm thankful for, <laughs> and uh, he texted me, and. We started texting, and like we hadn't really interacted a whole ton before that. Mm. But he, for some reason, wanted to text me. We started texting about like Bible things, and we became what we called Bible study buddies.
2: So yeah, yeah. So <laughs> uh,
1: we like just started reading through different books of the Bible and talking about like what our impressions of it were and what mm. we thought, and um. Texting conversations turned into phone calls, which turned into Zoom calls, and
2: well, Zoom didn't exist, but
1: Skype, yeah, it was Skype. You're right. Yeah, and um, we started reading like Christian books together, and before you knew it, we were friends, and then we were best friends, and um, and then he was like, "Yeah, I really like you." <laughs> And I was like, whoa, I am not interested in a relationship right now. <laughs> but, like, you know, but hit so me up in like, a couple years kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> and, um, But he kind of kept pursuing me and wore me down. And he st- started coming to visit. So he came to visit. And I, like, the first time he came, this was all long distance, by the way. He lived in Iowa, and I was from Minnesota. And so he drove up and... uh I was very smitten. I think like we had been we had been cultivating a relationship for like about a year at that point, or more. And I, um, no, actually, it was less than a year, mm. and I was like, I'm, I love, I'm in love. Like, he drove away. He, like, came for the weekend, and he drove away that Monday morning. He dropped me off at school, and then he went, like, at high school. And (laughs) he went back to wherever he was. I think it was a spring break or something. And uh, Because he
2: was in college, right? Yes.
1: Yeah. And I got into my college chemistry class that I was taking and sat down next to my friends, and I was like, I'm in love. (laughs) And they were like, ah. So, um from then on, it was kind of like, I'm going to marry this guy and mm-hmm. I know it. Um, and he actually reached out to my dad several times, twice, twice, and asked if not, he could not date me but court me. My dad said no. He was very anti dating. And so Ross was like, okay, well, I'm just going to continue doing what I've been doing then. We're basically, we were basically courting already. Like we were talking all the time. And he was driving up to visit. We, um, he actually took me to my junior prom. And it was adorable, not gonna lie. And um, that summer, we were all um, at this conference where we had met, and Ross was like, "I think I'm gonna ask your dad if I can marry you."
0: And you were just like,
1: "I was like, good luck, bro." Like, <laughs> and you were just
0: kind of like, "Okay."
1: <laughs> and he was like, he had been fasting and praying, and like he was like into it, and so he. Um, set aside time with sets time aside with my parents and asked them if he could marry me. And by some miracle and the grace of God, my dad said yes. And um, after he had said
0: no to you guys dating twice, yes,
1: yeah, wow. Yeah. So I'm 17 at this point, the summer before my senior year of high school, and I was like, I'm gonna go to college at Iowa State. And he was like, Well if you're coming to college where I'm going to college, because he was also at Iowa State, he's like, we might as well get married. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so my parents had said yes. We had, his parents were on board. We had the family, like, blessing on both sides, and it just felt right, and I felt the Lord's peace on it. I felt my parents' blessing on it, and we were like, I know this is the person I'm to marry and he knows, and I mean, really, it was, like, we don't want to be at college without any accountability and, like, you know, we know we're going to get married anyways and we don't want to accidentally have sex before we do and
2: let's do it. So, is that, like, a main motivator for you? Was, like, well, we're going to be living in the same place, so, like, we might as well be able to have sex?
1: It wasn't... Yeah. I mean, like, pretty much. Like, yeah. I mean, it's more complicated than that, but, yeah, like... At the root of it, it was like, we're going to be alone, not alone, but like on our own for the first time. We already know we want to get married. Why not just get married? Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And I mean, like financially, it was a good decision and Mm -hmm. we could live together. And so, yeah, that's what happened. Wow. Yeah. Wild. I know. And (laughs) the crazy part is that we knew each other for like, I don't know, eight, ten months before he was like, I like you. And then um, another, like, three or four months before it was, like, we're betrothed. Like, my parents had given their blessing, and we knew we were getting married, and we kind of had a venue picked out. (laughs) And and then he proposed to me when I was 17. It was right before my 18th birthday, because he came on the weekend before Mm -hmm. my birthday happened, because he couldn't make it in the middle of the week. And he surprised me and proposed, and, yeah, I went to high school musical rehearsal that night <laughs> not the high school musical but it was the musical that my high school was doing and had a ring on my finger and yeah we got married yeah. that summer wow That's wild. yeah
0: and you're still together and, and going yeah strong. we've been
1: married now for over seven years and I feel like the last couple years have been
2: some of our best years of marriage
0: mm.
2: yeah so so before you even like before you even met Ross did you ever think that you were going to be someone who got married no, young like that? not even a
1: little bit. I was like, I mean, to be fair, I had the Christian mindset. So I was like, I'm definitely going to wait until I'm like in my 20s. You know, so it wasn't like I was like, I'm going to wait until forever. Mm. I was like, 25 seems like a good time to get married. Mm. Um, so I was still young compared to like average standards. But to me, that was reasonable for Christian like, I just didn't expect to find that person so soon. Yeah. And um, I had read Twilight, and Bella got married right after high school, and, I like, I thought that was weird, and, yeah. you know, I was like, I don't, wanna pers- I don't, wanna the, don't want to be that person. I don't
2: want to be the high school bride. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and plus, like, you're in high school, so going to school that Monday after I got engaged was, like, terrifying, because you're going to high school and you're engaged Mm -hmm. and like what are people going to say how are they going to react and so it wasn't exactly like the popular decision or like a widely received acceptable decision yeah so yeah I mean like it 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 was just like I know this is weird but I also know it's right it's the right time for me and so
0: so like I mean, going to high school. I I get it. I had a sister that got married young. um, Had. I still have a sister that got married (laughs) young. Um, But, like, what what kind of judgment and expectations were faced? I mean, I know that everyone was probably giving you advice and, like, trying to tell you what to do. And, like, what was that like, getting married young with everyone throwing their opinions at you?
1: Yeah. I mean, I was actually – overall surprised how supportive people were. Mm. Like, there were people I didn't know who were like, congratulations, let me see the ring. That was a big one. Mm. Like, because you're in high school and they're like, oh my gosh, she has an actual ring and that's an actual diamond, you know? Mm. Um, uh, but I did have a couple naysayers. One of them I remember very distinctly was a friend's mom who was in the midst of getting divorced. Mm did a whole lecture about how men are the worst and you don't want to get married so young and he's gonna like he's gonna change after you get married and like mm. she definitely had a really rough divorce and was like you don't want to do this trust me mm. Um, but it was kind of like one of those things where yeah she was an adult but like she wasn't like an influence in my life or someone mm. that I like held in high respect and mm. so it wasn't like soul-crushing in any way. Gotcha. Um, I assume that most of the negative reactions were done behind my back. Like, I know I had some uncles and aunts who did some conversations about me that, like, mm. I that like got back to me through someone or whatever. But um, there wasn't a lot of, like, what are you doing? I did have one teacher who was, like, who I didn't know super well, but I knew pretty well, who was kind of like, so getting married at 18 huh like and she like kind of tried to like ask me questions about it and she's like i just don't think i was ready at that time or it'd be so hard to be married in college like sort of things Mm. but she wasn't very direct about it um but yeah like overall i had a couple like i had a friend who's like this is weird but okay i'm here for you Mm. but like it wasn't what i expected Mm. that's for sure and a lot of people actually said to me they're like This is weird, but I know you, Mm -hmm. and I know that you're responsible, and, like, you would think something like this through, and Mm -hmm. so I'm not as worried. Yeah. And so I had, like, a reputation for being, like, a responsible, well-rounded human who doesn't just, like, do things like that without, like, knowing it's the right time. So there's a lot of, like, it would be totally crazy except it's you. Mm. So it did really feel like – and I'm not an advocate for, like – barely out of into adulthood marriage at all Mm -hmm. i think it's it's more about the timing like is is it right for you because it was right for us Mm. and i think like it's about finding the right person and the right timing and this just felt right Mm. i think people get married at 35 and they think because they're older They've made the right decision or whatever, but you can run in, you can rush into something when you're 30 just as much as you can when you're 18. So, mm-hmm. and definitely, I think a lot of people thought that I was going to get pregnant, not or be pregnant. They thought it was like a shotgun wedding of mm. sorts, but it wasn't. So, what we was were that? virgin as the day is long. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, was that part of, like, your nervousness in going into school that first day, was thinking that people were going to make that kind of judgment of, like, oh, well, she must be Totally. Pregnant. That
1: kind of, like, any sort of judgment like that. Like, mm-hmm. she's pregnant, you know, she's crazy, she's, I don't know.
2: Essentially I, swept away as this child bride. Yeah, et <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, and I think that, that this keeps actually, um, probably because, in, in in our world right now Where we are Not in when this episode comes out yes. But we just watched The Bachelorette yes. And I keep thinking about um, That in the show The Bachelorette right now We have this one Bachelorette Claire Who is much older She's the oldest Bachelorette they've ever had um, 39 And she decided to leave two weeks in With the guy that she was like I'm in love with this guy immediately Head mm. over heels mm-hmm. And um, Like so there's that end, and she's, she feels very like, well, because I am at the age that I'm at, I'm able to do that, essentially, is what it sounds like. It's, it's yeah. a lot of like, I am a mature woman, I know what I want, and so I'm like, this is the decision I'm making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but you also see in The Bachelorette, they now have a new woman in, and she's talking to one of the guys, and he um, got divorced from his childhood sweetheart. Uh, which he probably like it was like you know they grew up together they knew each other and like they didn't know anything but each other Mm. and so they just got married and it wound up being awful Mm -hmm. and so I think that that's a lot of the stereotype you see in people getting married young versus old and um I think that that's probably why a lot of people can be wary of of a young marriage because it's like well you don't you don't even really know yourself you know like I mean you didn't you had never lived outside of your parents home Mm -hmm. you know um but there's so many things in knowing you where you had to be independent even and like sort of provide for yourself even within your parents household Mm -hmm. you know and the different things that like equipped you to be able to do this well, I think. Yeah.
1: Well, and I think Ross, for we were engaged when he was 20, like, he was also far more responsible and, like, prepared for a a wife Mm -hmm. than the average 20-year-old guy as well. Like, he he was like, I'm financially ready to care for you. Mm. I have, you know, like, he had a financial plan, he had a job plan, he, you know, had saved up the money for the ring and, like, It wasn't like I was entering into like a random guy who doesn't know what he wants or what he's doing. Sort of like we don't have
2: any money, but we're just gonna run away and get married. Yeah,
1: yeah. So like he had thought through like no, it's more than just I love you. It's like I love you, and I've I have a plan for like caring for you. Mm. And I think my parents saw that for sure in him, and that um, and like as you said, I was also responsible for myself, so I wasn't like gonna. Nothing, it's not like I was gonna like fall into crazy debt or whatever either, but um, Mm -hmm. we were both like for our age much more advanced in our financial and you know mental maturity. Although we still had a lot of growing up to do and we did get to grow up together, and I think that's or we do get to grow up together, I should say, because we're Mm -hmm. still doing that, but um, that's been actually one of the really special things about. Our marriage is, like, Mm -hmm. I knew Ross when we were in college, and he knew me when I was in high school, and, like, we have grown up together, and our our ideologies have changed, and our our ways of thinking have changed, and Mm. our, you know, communication skills have grown and all those things, and so it's really special to, like, look back and be like, we were so young and cute, and we have worked hard to cultivate what we have. Mm. And so um, that's actually... Really special. Mm. Also, for anyone wondering, because I know this is a big burning question, and this was uh, this was a common concern that was expressed to me when I got married young, was like, it's going to be so hard to be married in college. And so, like, I went into it expecting that being married in college was going to be really hard for some reason. Mm. And, I don't know, like, studying or, like, I don't know why. But how will you focus? <laughs> yeah, it's like, how are you going to do it? And, well, first of all, I will caveat with the fact that both of us had full rides. Mm. And so financially, we were like, we had a really good foundation. Well, he had a full ride. I had my tuition covered, and so his mm. full ride covered our housing. And so, like, we were covered in college, mm. and like, we didn't have to work. We weren't like, oh, that's awesome. we weren't like trying to like do college and hold a part time job at the same time and be married. So that I will caveat. But being married in college was great. Mm. Like we would sleep in on them in the mornings we had like blocks of time in the middle of the day just to spend together like mm. we got to watch movies and binge tv shows and like go out and play ultimate frisbee and like we had a lot of things that we got to do just like being kids together mm. um and that was like a really precious time mm-hmm. for both of us
2: Yeah. Honestly, when I think back on like my college experience and just like the general college experience that people have, I think it would actually be more distracting to be like, you know, dating, dating, you know, because you're like, you're meeting different guys, you're going to parties, you're going out with your friends, you're like looking for somebody. I feel like that takes so much energy and effort. And um, I think that also, especially like, the sort of honeymoon phase of like starting to date someone is like mind consuming uh-huh. so like you guys were already past that like you yeah. guys were were comfortable and you're in, your, in your, your rhythm with one another Yes. and so to me that's less distracting like that's mm. steadying yeah, yeah
1: it was it, I mean like and Ross is steady that's mm. one of my favorite things about him is he's always been like so grounding for me and so mm. level headed and like I was like Coming into college, I had, a, I mean, it was wild, you guys. I graduated high school. Three weeks later, I got married. We moved to Iowa. So I moved away from all of my family and friends and started a new life. And then we went to college. And then I started, like, learning how to do the college life and be married and live in a new state. So it was, like, it lot. was a lot. Of, like, I don't think I give myself enough credit for all that I went through in those first, like, yeah. three months of marriage. That's wild. And then, like, meeting all of Ross's college friends and trying to make my own friends. Like, there was a lot to, like, sift through there. Yeah. So if nothing else, we, we at least had each other mm. to, like, lean on. And I, it was really more me leaning on him because he was already more comfortable in that space than I was. But, like, yeah. I had, like, a steady person to, like, yeah help me through all that transition whereas if I was just alone I would have had to like make the friends and find the community without him so I mean a lot of benefits actually to being married in college
2: yeah so you had I know you touched on some of those like um expectations that you had you know going into college people telling you being married in college is going to be horrible and awful and all these things but um what were some of the expectations that you had in that first year of marriage? As as being so young, having certain like preconceptions about what marriage is like, about what it looks like to be a wife, what was what was that like for you? Yeah,
1: um, I I definitely remember when I got married. I mean, I was eighteen. Like, I didn't know anybody who was married besides like old people, yeah. or in my mind, people who were old. And so, I kind of like took on this sort of like quiet supportive wife persona and was very shy and like subdued for like the first six months to a year of marriage and it ended up being a thing that ross like later commented on he was like yeah you were like really quiet when we first got married and to me, it was like I was thinking about all the women that I had seen modeled in my life who were younger and married and was like that's what a wife is supposed to look like. And this was not a conscious decision, I don't think. It was sort of just like this is what a wife looks like. End of story. And so a lot of my like spice and fierceness sort of took a back seat for a little while. And then there's also this expectation that Ross was going to be This spiritual, you know, passionate leader who is going to one day feel the call of ministry and lead me into my destiny. And I had to realize that the passions in my heart for ministry and for, you know, anything related to that was stuff that the Lord was speaking to me. Mm -hmm. And that if my husband wasn't hearing that, like I, that was okay. Like, I could still pursue those things without him, Um, with his support, but, like, not without, like, he didn't have to be the one leading the charge for me to be able to pursue my dreams. Um, So, yeah, those were a couple main things that were, like, I definitely thought the husband was going to be the one to, like, be like, let's adopt a child from wherever and go live in Zimbabwe and what I don't know like I just thought like that was the the thing that you do when you're a white Christian married couple and so that's kind of what I expected and that wasn't what happened and so it was kind of like wow like trying to reconcile all of that and figure out like okay who am I and who is he and how are we working together so yeah, I mean, I think that's something I'm still learning too—is um, learning to be my own person, but also be like one in the flesh with another person. But
2: yeah, it's very interesting because I feel like like the things you're saying are very Christian, pervasive yes. Christian um, concepts of what marriage looks like. Yes. right. For sure. And I think that it's kind of bizarre that we give. Um, marriage sort of a, a, a one-size-fits-all standard of what it should look like yeah and um, that the man must fit into this very specific role and the woman must fit into this very specific role and it doesn't take into account the diversity that we were totally we were made to have
1: totally you know and like the leaders in my life were mostly pastors mm-hmm. who were men Who had wives. Mm -hmm. So, like, to me, the leader, the female leaders in my life were those wives of those pastors. And so that, like, was, of all the examples I had of powerful women, that was what a powerful woman looked like. And so I just was waiting around for my husband to step into his role so I could, like, come under him. Yeah. And, like, mold or, like, fit into the mold that I felt yeah was was there for me. But I also believed that he was the one who had to create that mold and so I think learning how to step out on my own and create my own molds and be my own leader which pre-marriage never were things that I worried about you know like I mean I think maybe I thought someday I'll have a husband and he'll provide this carpet for me to walk on or whatever but like I was I just did things that I wanted Um, But after marriage, it was like, okay, now I don't necessarily get to do those things anymore. I have to wait for my husband to open those doors or something. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's all very, like, subliminal, like, not very... Now, like, you know, five, seven years later, I'm like, okay, like, I can look back and see that's what I was doing. But at the time, I don't think I was fully articulating that in my mind.
2: Yeah. So then how did you... How did you come out of that, though? You know, like how What was that process like to to go from to sort of break down those preconceptions that you had?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been a, like a growing process. I think the big one was when I decided to after I graduated college, I decided to go into ministry full time as a missionary. And what I told people was I had these feelings for ministry on my heart all this time and I kept waiting for Ross to like get on board so that we could do that and I felt the Lord speak to me very strongly and say no Kelly I've asked you to do that I've put that on your heart so that's something you need to do and the most amazing thing about Ross is he's just been like supportive all the way through all of this and it never occurred to me that like that to him that was his calling Mm -hmm. you know like he over time and over arguments and over misunderstandings about what his role was supposed to be in those things I eventually uncovered like he's like I want to support you like that is what I feel so strongly in my heart to do and so I was kind of putting pressure on him that was kind of transferring what I felt was my calling onto him so that I could fully do my calling and he actually had a calling the whole time I just assumed that he wasn't listening or something but yeah he was he was doing what he felt he was his role was and it took me a good two three years through ministry to realize like oh my gosh like ross would do anything like he he would support me through anything and that like and that is what he feels so strongly in his heart to do and so i mean first of all i'm so humbled by that and honored and privileged to to have that kind of dynamic, but it took a lot of unlearning my religious expectations to fully appreciate what he's done for me since we've been married, and and how much he champions me as a strong woman in the household. Mm-hmm. And I had to allow myself to be that strong woman um, because I I thought a strong woman woman's place was in the mold of what a man could create for her and so it felt like he was holding me back for a long time and like he wasn't connecting with the Lord in the right ways that I was expecting and whatever and eventually I realized like oh he's actually like he's been so steady and faithful this whole time and I've been like a wreck and I've held him to a lot of different standards that were not fair and so yeah that was huge.
2: Yeah, it actually makes you think of um, if you guys have seen The Chosen, um, which is a TV series that uh, is illustrating um, Jesus's life, mm-hmm. essentially, um, and. In the first season, uh, it's sort of showing him start to gather his disciples, and um, I believe it's Peter who, um, in the show, I don't know if this is historically accurate or if this was something they took artistic license for, but in the show, Peter is married, and essentially like leaves his wife to take care of the household while he goes and does ministry with Jesus, and to me, like that's that's a mirror illustration of like okay, one one person in the relationship can go and do ministry and the other person doesn't have to go and do that as well. They can be that support. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there you're seeing that with, like, the man going and doing ministry and the woman staying and supporting, which is a bit more typical. But, like, you guys were... We're doing the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Know?
1: And it was a lot of, like, I had people asking me the same question. Like, when is Ross going to join ministry? Like, wh- like, what's his deal? Like, does he love Jesus too? You know, like, and so it, it's not like, oh, I just picked up on some stuff that was never explicitly said. Like, that was, that's definitely the narrative is that this, the, the man is supposed to feel the call of God and the woman is supposed to do whatever she can to support him in that mission. Mm-hmm. And I waited around for that for a long time until I realized like oh maybe I need to take action and do the things that the Lord has put on my heart instead of waiting around for someone else to make that happen for me and uh but yeah you know we grew up we learned he was very patient with me Mm -hmm. Ross has always been very patient with me so you know I I don't know I think the more we've grown as a married couple the more myself that I've become which is amazing and I'm so very lucky
0: so then so you're married young you went to college then you went into ministry there was obviously a lot of process and a lot of growing up that happened um and I I totally understand what you mean by saying like we got to grow up together and that feels really special um but did you feel like you missed anything Like, do you feel like you missed out on anything? Because your path was very
1: different from what's quote-unquote typical. Yeah. I mean, for sure, I missed out on the dorm life. I think it was really hard to make friends at first in college because we're freshmen, and I might have been the only married freshman that there was out there. (laughs) And so, like, when it came to, like, connecting with people in – my classes or in honors or like extracurriculars, I was always the girl who's like, hi, I'm Kelly. I'm married. You know, I have a great husband. And people were like, like, you could kind of see them sort of disconnect because mm-hmm. they're like, we're not on the same level. So I'm just, I mean, it was never like negative. It was just sort of
2: like. Just on different pages, you know, right, of life.
1: Right. And it actually one of the best things I learned in ministry was like, oh, I can be friends with single women and this is great. And my husband doesn't have to be involved in my friendships. Mm. I definitely thought that, like, married couples have to be friends with married couples. <laughs> and, like, that was how it worked. And we had a lot of hard times, like, trying to make that work. And sometimes we did, we did make a lot of good married couple friends. But also it was, like, a lot of, okay, that one person came over to our house that one time. And Ross didn't like them. And so what do we do now? How am I supposed to have friends? So yeah, there's that kind of dorm college life thing that I definitely saw other people participating in that wasn't really applicable to me. But looking back, I don't ever feel like, oh, I wish or like, you know, I don't know. I feel like I had times in ministry school later on, like when I was traveling and Ross was at home to like kind of experience some of that. If anything, Ross gave me more in life. You know, like, I feel like more opportunities, more experiences, like because of him, because of being married, like we got to travel because of him, I got to see the world literally, like I, I really looking back, I don't, I don't feel any regrets there, you know, like maybe I didn't get that like late night dorm. I didn't make friends in college as easy. I don't know. But like now it just seems like, who cares? <laughs>
2: like, I don't know. Yeah, I think that when you're in college, like, those experiences seem very sort of essential. Yeah. Um, But looking back, it's like... Yeah. I mean, a lot of it is, is pretty sort of surface level, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And so I'd be surprised to hear you say, like, that you missed out on anything that really would have been um truly, like enriching to your life yeah honestly like I mean I think that if I look back at my college time like I I loved it I loved being in college and I loved the community that I had and like the atmosphere of college um but you were still able to get a lot of that well
1: yeah and I think like having kids is a whole nother level of responsibility but like when you're married like it's it's not like you're really tied down or you can still do most of the things that you can do when you're not married so Mm -hmm. it's like maybe if I'd had had kids really young I would have felt like I lost out on some of those young life experiences but like it's just a person that I love that I live with you know it's not Mm -hmm. like oh he makes me stay home or he keeps Mm. he prevents me from spending time with my friends and if honestly if you have a husband like that or a relationship like that like
2: that's toxic. Yeah. like you Whether sh- you're in college or you not. He shouldn't be holding you
1: back from, like,
2: fostering relationships with yeah. other people. So.
0: Maybe
1: go see a therapist. Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 It's funny because I actually keep thinking about um my – the Christian organization I was part of in college, they would do, like, a video at the end of every year for the seniors that were outgoing. And um, one of the – people that left the university the year before I came in, uh, they got married while they were in college. Like they met in college, got married in college. And in, in that video, they would give like their advice to the underclassmen. And the advice they gave was get married in college <laughs> because they loved it so much. And yeah. I remember hearing that and being like, that's a weird thing for them to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, just cause it like, had never really even occurred to me, you know, the idea of getting married in college. Um, or get obviously getting married before college. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that there can be so many benefits yeah. to it if you're doing it right. You yeah. Know? If you're doing it in a way that's healthy and you know that the two people are ready for marriage, are prepared for that. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, the stereotype is often oh you're just like in love and whatever yeah. and reckless and so you're just gonna get married and yeah. you just want to and if you're a christian it's like you just want to have sex or you're just gonna go and get married yeah and it's like this is not a healthy reason to do any of this yeah
1: well and i know like a lot of people do wait until um after they graduate college to get married like they'll be in a relationship and they'll be like okay when college is done then we'll get married which financially oftentimes makes a lot of sense because yeah. you're you're like, okay, we'll, we'll graduate, and then once we start working full-time jobs, then we can really settle down, we can buy a house, we can do all the the married people things that are typical. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I feel like if you're financially stable and you're prepared to take care of another person and, like, it doesn't matter whether you're in college or... I mean, looking back, it feels kind of fruitless to be like, oh, like, what did I miss out on or what did I... Cause mm-hmm everybody's gonna miss out on something no matter what like life stage you're in at any moment like I was married and I missed out on the single things single people weren't married and they missed out on the married things and Mm -hmm. honestly overall I just have an overwhelming thankfulness for the the journey that I've been on and the marriage that I have and the beautiful growing that we've done together honestly Mm -hmm. like I there's a billion what ifs yeah and so it the most important thing is, like, I'm covered, I'm cared for, Mm. and I have a person in my life who happens to push me towards my dreams, Mm. and he's the best, so. Yeah.
0: So then, moving away from the what-ifs, what were some of the best things about being married young, and what were some of the most challenging
1: things? Yeah, best things, I mean, I think I've already gone through a lot of these, but Being in college, not having any responsibility aside from schoolwork and just, like, living life. Mm -hmm. Um, Growing up together, learning and growing together, I really cherish that. And even now, like, having seen us over the last seven years, I look to the future and I'm, like... I even see, like, Ross is starting to get, like, you know, gray hairs and a few crow's feet type things. And I'm, like, this is so precious that I get to, like, be Mm -hmm. with him through life. And it's beautiful. I love that we get to age together and he would be embarrassed that I was saying this but like I love to see him grow older with me and so that's really special uh best things I don't know like not having to worry about finding a mate never had to worry about the dating world never had to navigate that um I was allowed to drink alcohol at home because my husband was of age and legally you're allowed to drink underage if you're under the supervision of an older... A legal adult. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. That I mean, was the real reason let's that us be. got me Let's in. be real, though. At the time, I was drinking, like, cheap, like, pink wine. Yeah. Like, Arbor Mist. Yeah. <laughs> and Sutter Home pink wine. Like, that was... Hey. To me, that was drinking. I get it. <laughs> Which is great. No shame for anyone out there. It's delicious. But... Um, no honestly like Ross provided a security net and a, a covering in my life that I hadn't really felt before mm. and that is very precious to me and I feel very very privileged to to have that mm. um worst things I felt pretty isolated my first couple years I remember the first in the first two months we got married, went on our honeymoon, and then we came back, and we lived in his grandmother's house, and she was in a nursing home. So we were all alone kind of in in this house in Winfield, Iowa. And we didn't have any internet access, and there was, like, nothing happening. If any of you have ever been to, like, rural Iowa, there is nothing happening. And so I was very lonely and bored, Mm. and, like, the only thing I really had to do was, like, read books. And, like, Ross was kind of helping his dad out on the farm, And I went sometimes and hated it, and so it didn't really go very often. So I had, like, cooking and groceries and reading to do. But then we finally moved to college, and that was better. But it was still hard to make friends, so I felt like... And I was trying to figure out what that meant, too. I eventually learned that you can be friends with either other women who are married and whose husbands are also introverted and want to spend time with you. Or single women can also be your friends, and they're great. So, uh, yeah, figuring those things out finding my stride learning how to be a human was hard you know like how to communicate and figure out our communication styles and figure out how we argue and things like that but you know everybody has that so
2: yeah I mean I imagine like at that age there's so much of learning that on your own of what how you communicate how you process your emotions how you handle life outside of living in your parents home so then to do that with this other person as well, like that's a whole other factor into yes. that process.
1: Yeah, and he had a head start on me, so it was probably kind of frustrating for him that I was like, ah! "I was probably like <laughs> such a mess and very emotional." And I remember, I, I'm I'm terrible at directions, and this was before we had like smartphones, uh, and so I got lost a lot of times, and like would call him crying on the phone and he's like I don't know how to help you and I'm like I don't know where I am like, <laughs> I'm lost in Iowa I used to do this to James <laughs> and he'd be like I don't so, where, I what street you. are you on I don't know <laughs> and you're just like I don't know it's so hard <laughs> like it's dark
0: outside already It's so scary I'm yeah. going to get kidnapped yeah so, yeah
2: in your locked car. <laughs> yeah, you never around. know. Somehow you never know. You
1: never know. So he was really patient with me through a lot of my growing up. And, uh, yeah. yeah. And learning that, like, oh, my gosh, my husband plays video games. And, like, what are people going to think so... that video games are the worst? You know, like, that was my ideology growing up. And so mm-hmm. eventually figured out. We've got a pretty good system down now.
2: Yeah. So then what would you... What, what would you say to, you know, another young lady who's who's going to get married young or who's thinking about getting married young? What is sort of your sage wisdom for them?
1: Mm-hmm. I would say don't disqualify yourself from getting married young just because you're young. It's okay to get married young. You can do it. There's lots of pros, and there's some cons, like getting married at any age. And, um know yourself know your maturity and know the person that you're marrying it's really more about is this a good match for me and are we ready than it is about how old you are so if you've got a guy who is empowering you is ready to take care of you is in it for the long haul and you are also thinking those same things um then do it if it's like we just miss each other and can't get enough time with each other like Mm. maybe spend some time away and make sure you're dealing with codependent tendencies but again that applies to any age um i really i really just would say age doesn't disqualify you or qualify you Mm -hmm. if you're 40 years old if you're 20 years old if you're 18 or 17 getting engaged like uh feel the moment Mm. more so than than the timing
2: yeah It's a good nug.
1: It's
0: a good little nug. nug. So
1: then I have to ask,
0: what does young married woman being mean to you? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Of course, of course. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Young married woman being, you are your own powerful entity. You have joined uh, a connection with another person. And you don't have to mold yourself to their shape you don't have to um, change anything about who you are be your powerful beautiful self Mm -hmm. and allow them to be powerful and beautiful next to you and if they love you they'll support you Mm -hmm. and you know you'll make compromises and you'll um, submit to one another Mm -hmm. in love but um, don't forget that, like, you can just pursue your calling and you just have the benefit of having an amazing person next to you.
0: Yeah, I love that. Well, Kelly, thank you so much for letting us pick your brain on getting married always, at 18. Always. So fun. Um, and it was amazing to hear all the process you went through, all the lessons, and all the wisdom you've gained. Thank you. Um, so, Yeah. We're going to wrap up, but don't forget, uh, audience, that you can always follow us on Instagram at womanbeingpodcast and also can check out our website um, at womanbeingcommunity.com. So we hope you continue to stay connected with us and um, join our conversations. So thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.
2: Catch you later. Bye. (laughs)